Lil Desperandum presents The Bookshelf. Hello and welcome to The Bookshelf. Uh, this time it's Victorian Crime by way of Bow Street, the Sergeant Crib novels of Peter Lovesy. My copy is The Battered Penguin, circa 1980. Granada televised the series in the early 80s, and the books can still be found on the second-hand market easily enough, though most, if not all, are out of print. In fact, and uh, please pardon the digression, it's novels like these that are the main reason I haven't already embraced the e-reader. You'll notice there isn't a Kindle version. This series, along with many others, fall into that gap between those works that are out of copyright and therefore can be used by anyone, and those whose publishing contracts were written in the electronic age when e-publishing became a reality. There are thousands upon thousands of books that probably won't see the electronic light of day for decades yet, because at the time contracts were signed, nobody realised they might want to republish in something other than Dead Tree. Series like these are absolutely perfect for Kindle, and could probably find a new audience there. Pity they won't go Pixel anytime soon. Crib is a Bow Street copper, dapper and painstaking. He knows the value of good detective work, that is, it solves cases but earns precious few plaudits from his superiors. His nemesis throughout the series is Inspector Jowett, a pompous political animal who never respects Cribb's arrest record and is always interfering with his investigations. Cribb's Watson is Constable Thackeray, a hard-working bobby who worked the Ripper killings and who wants to make sergeant one day, but he keeps getting drawn into Cribb's cases, which, though they do usually end in a conviction, don't earn him any rewards than likes of Jowett. Together they tackle dynamiters, illegal fist-fighting gangs, wobbling, hatters, spiritualists, and three men in a boat, among others. The crimes are intricate and want a certain amount of brain work to solve. Like many whodunits, half the fun of these novels is working out ahead of time who did what to whom, and Lovesy knows how to make things challenging for the reader. That said, the period detail is enough to draw in gaslight thriller fans, the setting is well realised, with just enough information to inform, and not enough to overwhelm. If you do end up enjoying the crib novels, you might also want to seek out the Bertie trilogy from the same author. Bertie, Prince of Wales, gets himself into all kinds of scrapes, but murder is his speciality. At first he stumbles into a conspiracy, and uh, stumbles out again, but the experience convinces him he has an unsuspected genius for criminal detection. He then bumbles his way through a murderous house party where bodies keep turning up with alarming regularity and a series of ghastly scrapes in Paris. These are much more light-hearted than the crib novels and though they still have the same detail, they aren't nearly as challenging to solve. These are comic whodunits that take place in a Victorian aristocratic setting and are well worth the trouble of finding. Uh, consider this, taken from The Detective War Silk Drawers. Big fellow, I reckon, observed the old man. Take more than one to fill him, if you ask me. Strong physique, admitted Crib, unbuttoning the shirt to look for evidence of tattooing. No great height, though, even when he was complete. Five eight, I'd say. Ah, oh, the edge shouldn't be difficult to match up when you find it. That's a good ginger thatch on his chest. My, that's a fine show of muscle on those shoulders. Crib stood up, nodding. Unusual development. Firm deltoids. 
A working man's trade thro shows through his physique. Did you know that? Look at this now. A line like a tight-drawn cord between deltoids and biceps. Chances are he's one of three. Tenor, puddler, or bricky. He bent down again. Straight back, though. Puddling's not this one's trade. You recognize a puddler by the hump on his back, and that's not deformity, it's muscle. Newcastle's full of them. Now, pros and cons. Pro 1. This is an excellent detective series in the Sherlock tradition. The detective knows his stuff, and while he probably isn't an expert in cigarette ash, Crib clearly knows a great deal about all sorts of odd things. You'll learn a lot reading this. Pro 2. The setting is used effectively and with spare, precise style. Lovesy touches on all the familiar Victorianisms, dynamiters, spiritualists, odd sporting events like professional walking, boating on the Thames. Those who love Victoriana can't fail to be captured by the period detail. Pro 3. There's a down-to-earth realism about the novels that gives the plot force. Now take the passage quoted above. Tanners, puddlers and the like could easily be used as a kind of Sherlockian caricature, but Crib nails the important points quickly, and without making the whole thing seem comic. A con one. You do have to like whodunits and Victoriana to enjoy this series. If neither appeals, then you won't enjoy Crib. Con two. You will have to haunt the second-hand market to find them. I thought I had all the Cribs until I looked at Wikipedia and discovered I was missing two. They're the sort of thing you can find very easily in the UK, probably less easily in the States. That said, the second-hand prices Amazon quotes are reasonable for the most part, though they do vary considerably. I don't know why some sellers value the paperback version of Mad Hatter's Holiday, for example, at over $70 American, while the hardback is valued at less than a buck. Condition can't be the problem, not with such a wide disparity. Seller's optimism probably has a lot to do with it. I've not seen the television version, but it is early 80s Granada, and their quality is always very good, particularly their historical dramas. So I'll go out on a limb and say that although I haven't seen it myself, I'd probably re recommend the televised version as well. Not all of them are based on novels, and apparently, though PBS did air them, they weren't all shown on US TV, probably because they featured nudity. Worth a look, if you can find it. That's it from me. Bye-bye. No Desperandum is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Editor and publisher is Jim Phillips. Audio production in cooperation with the Bear Crawling Nation. Engineer Hugh Morrison, and executive producer Charles McFall. <laughs>